SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Sorry, I was a bit late this morning, Soda. Oh, good morning, South Australia. Good morning, Rebecca Morse. Um, well, I got into work this morning just to do a little bit of uh, 4.50am meditating. Yes, that's unusual in and itself. I noticed that your car was there and I thought, hang on, what's going on? Beck Morse in at work at around about 4.30 doing some preparation. No, long story, I had to leave my car in yesterday. Um, but right. then, so my husband dropped me in and we were backing out of the driveway mm. and I said, stop. I've forgotten my phone. And then there's that, you look at your watch, it's like, do I I turn around or do I go the show without the phone? What choice do you think I made? I know exactly (laughs) what you did. You went back and got your phone, no doubt. But given what happened with schools yesterday, and we had 40-odd plus government schools here in South Australia banning phones, Mm. and there's probably a few kids today that are a bit distressed because they didn't get a chance to do some texting, Uh, I'm reckon that you should have just followed the lead of the I government. I thought about that. I thought, can I, can I do it? Because the worst thing about leaving a phone behind is when you go back and you go, oh my God, there's going to be so many messages and there's nothing. <laughs> well, do you know the thing is, imagine how more relaxed you'd be if you didn't have your phone because I still think the, the best I feel is when my phone runs out of batteries mm. yeah. and then I cannot be responsible because I can't charge it. So yeah. I go, well, if I've missed a phone call, I haven't checked any emails or anything, yeah. I actually feel a lot better. I know. There's no reason why we can't be contactable for like five hours. How did we survive? I know. Remember phone boxes when well, you need to use you need to use those. What I used to get excited about. Remember when? Well, God, how old are you? I'm trying to work out whether you even had thirty nine. Yeah, that's a lie. Um, I remember when I used to come home from school and we finally got answering machines. They had those little mini oh, cassettes yes. in them, and you'd get home and you'd see it beeping three Flashing. times. You go three messages and you so get home exciting. and push it, and then you'd. Hear those messages. You're right. That was exciting. But also, which kids don't ever understand, when you had to get up the nerve to phone a boy and you'd have to like risk, oh my God, what if his mum answers? What if his dad answers? What am I going to say? And then you'd freak out and you'd hang up. Like, none of this texting business. Well, you now you to- just send a pic early on, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Well, Starts a relationship no, off on the wrong note. Stop! Oh, wow. What, what angle? Right. I mean, do you? <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Right, if you have a little suggestion for this segment, you can win $1,000. All you need to do is register at safm.com.au. Beck, we've got one from Lily. You ready to go? Yeah, let's hear mm-hmm. it. Hey, Beck and Soda, is this right or wrong? I tend to do this quite often, but I bought a shirt for a family Santa photo. Kept the tags on, put it on just before the photo and took it off straight after. I returned it after I wore it because why not? Took it back to the store, returned it, no questions asked at all. I didn't wash it either. I would not have a problem doing it over again. Right. Um, You're nodding your head. Is this a common thing? I think that social media is to blame for this phenomenon. I think people are afraid to outfit repeat. Sure. I think once... What, what is the term you use? Outfit repeat. Is so that once an actual you've posted something on phenomenon. social media, yes, people are like, I can't wear that again because I have already worn it and that increases the pressure for people to have a new outfit, which might... Come and obviously on. that's expensive. A lot of people can't afford that. So it might prompt them to 
borrow something from a store. I think it is wrong. I mainly think it's wrong because I think particularly if it's a local designer or a South Australian designer, um, it's important to invest your money in the fashion industry. If it's like Kmart or something, maybe. Hang on. Look, not everyone's investing their money and I'm sure some people are, particularly, you know, we have formals and that now with kids and it's such a big dilemma with the kids deciding what they're going to wear. But if you're just turning around like Lily there and she's bought a top for a photo... Surely, if you go and buy a wind cheater or a blouse, mm. well, you, you can't go. And I think we should normalise outfit repeating and wear things <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. I also think there are higher companies now that you, you can hire a dress or you can borrow a dress from a friend rather than ripping off a, a company by wearing their clothes and returning them perhaps dirty. So you think this is driven by social media? I do. Really? Yeah, I do. And I think it's becoming more and more common. I'll be interested w- to hear. What about what was funny then? Because you said, let's normalise outfit repeat. <laughs> what is that nonsense? That just, what, that what terminology? <laughs> if we're getting to the point in society where we're having to <laughs> normalise <laughs> outfit repeat... What is happening? I'm telling you, mate, this T-shirt I've had on, I would have worn 50 times at least. That's great. That's great. CPW, cost per wear. What? You've right. normalised that You're normalising CPW. Mate, well done. Why don't you just normalise all your clothes? Is there really that much pressure right. that you've got to wear different stuff? Right I think wrong. it's absolutely disgusting. Is it right? Is it wrong? Alrighty, yep. mm, right or wrong to wear clothes and return them back. I didn't even know this was a phenomenon. It is, and it's born out of I think people fearing repeating the same outfit on social media, so they might borrow a dress and then return it with the tags on to get their money back. Because otherwise, it's too expensive to buy a new frock all the time. So you would wear it with the tags on on the inside. Yeah, I also heard that people buy little um, staples to put those little tags back on. So they cut them off and then they put them back on again with a little. Punch, I think. Right. Jared has said this. Jared, we've got a guy here. Uh, yes, I've done this. I think it's right. I bought a shirt for a wedding. I was never going to wear it again, so I returned it. Hey. Who cares? Oh, um, wow. Have you ever done this, Beck? Come on. Uh, no, I haven't. Never? No. Nah. In your life? No. Nah. Pinocchio? No, I haven't. No, I honestly haven't. I don't. If I, mm. if I order the wrong size, I can't even bother putting it back in the post. I'll just live with it. Smell all right. Okay. <laughs> Crystal from Burton. Crystal, uh, right or wrong to wear clothes and return them? Morning, guys. Hello. A thousand percent wrong. I work in retail. Mm. I had a lady return a pair of men's pants, mm-hmm. said that they were faulty, did the return. Yep. I went to bag them up to notice that they had less skid marks in them. <gasps> oh, come on. Crystal, oh, hang on. No. So no word of a lie. Her partner, what were they, jeans or, or slacks? What were they? They were her husband's pyjama pants. Oh, oh pyjama pants. God. Oh, my God. I'm gonna... Right, okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's it. Stops purchasing Did you use anything the term Skid Mark, so does Trim. That's a pun believable for a one day, isn't it? We'll keep that one. Skid Mark. I haven't heard that term for years. 131060, right or wrong, to return tag clothes after wearing once. Okay, let's go to Ashley and Henley. Right or wrong, to return clothes after you've worn them. Oh, well, guys, I agree with Crystal there. It's so, so wrong. So my ex, he actually got busted for returning a pair of worn shoes. Um, he went to one store, asked to return it. They said, no way. Yeah. He went to another store and they said, no, you just went to this other store. So they <laughs> oh. called up all the stores in Adelaide. 
He's coming. He's coming. Oh, yeah, no. Thanks for a reason, guys. They had his poster up on the wall. Every shooting <laughs> shop in They put out oh, an APB yeah. on it. <laughs> okay. That's brilliant. <laughs> we got another call. Uh, Jess from Prospect is with us. Righto, Jess. Right or wrong to do this? It is absolutely wrong. It's disgusting. I used to work in retail, mm-hmm. and the things that we used to get returned were absolutely filthy. Give us an example. So there were these two girls that came in, and mm-hmm. they tried to return heaps of clothes and they just stank. So there was a pair of pants and we were a bit suspicious about the pants because they smelled. And then upon further inspection, there was vaginal discharge in the crust. Oh, 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 that is disgusting. Oh my God. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. All right, focus, Soda. I am. Married at First Sight last night. Have you been watching I'm now previous, unfocused already. <laughs> previous seasons? Have you been across No, it? mate. I don't watch it because I don't believe any of it, and it's all set up. You don't walk down the aisle and see someone for the first time and then say you're going to marry them and you're not really married anyway. So I don't get the whole no, show. You get it. They want Instagram followers and free stuff and invitations to parties. That's the reason they go on the show, not to find love. And they want people like us to be talking about it, which we're already which doing. Which we're doing. Oh. What are we doing? I know. Even though we Seriously. didn't watch it last night. Well, we watched one clip and we thought we have to Jesus. unpack this. Okay, this is the couple, Harrison and Bronte. If you've seen mm. any of the promos, Bronte's the one who does those really wide, wide eyes. That is because she's just been told yep. that Harrison, has a 20-year-old girlfriend on the outside. Well, why is he walking down the aisle with big eyes? All right, because he wants to be famous. Anyway, this boy, to describe him, and I'm saying boy, he looks like a guy who never skips arm day. His clothes are a size too short. He's good, small. He's good looking Mm. in a kind of rugby league kind of good looking. Right. He looks like the sort of bloke that would hire a boat on the Sydney Harbour with his mates. And have frothies with the boys. Yeah. He looks like that sort of dude. With shirts off. Yeah, and yeah. sunnies and tats. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that guy. About. Like mm. Oakley wraparounds, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Judgment-free zone yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, can we belt the bloke anymore? <laughs> and you've shown me a picture of him, and he said that he's inspired by Daniel Craig in James Bond yeah. with his outfit, oh, which is essentially a size 38 shirt that should be on a size 43 body. <laughs> is yes. that what we're talking about? All of that. Right. There's something very disturbing about him, though, isn't there? There's something disturbing we noticed in his preparation routine. Have a look. <laughs> Always, always, always sneeze after spray. After shave. Right, if you're wondering what that squirting sound was, (laughs) he was actually using his aftershave. And he has just about doused himself. If he went through a naked flame, he would blow up right now. Um, where'd he spray? I've worked out, right? We've, we've tried to work out. We just watched the video to see how many sprays he's had because the question is how many sprays is enough? I don't know if he's got the Lynx Ice Chill or the Dark Temptation <laughs> or he might have even gone retro with your old Spice or your Brute 33. Oh, but let me Brute tell you. Thing. What's his name again? Harrison. Right, Harry. Harry has got his Lynx and he has sprayed. Neck one side, neck the other side, then his chin, then the top of his head, back of head, back of neck, peck, peck, ear, ear, wrist, wrist, (laughs) right? That is 12 squirts with a double pump each time. Mm. He sprayed 24 squirts of aftershave all over his body. Do you know what? If the cameras weren't on him, he would have absolutely given a little spray down the crotch as well. He has missed. That's a very good point. (laughs) 
He's found 24 squirts, yet he's neglected everything down south. What sort of bloke is this guy? Can I ask, how many sprays is enough and how much is excessive? Oh, well, myself, perfume, I go neck and wrist. Two two sprays. So two sprays. Neck, neck, or just neck? So do you go left, right, or just one side? just one in the middle of the neck. Right. Yeah. So you go throat. My neck doesn't get a lot of attention these days. Right. Do you go throat, wrist, wrist, or throat, wrist, and just I pick one of them? I don't know. I really think about it. Do you go one wrist, then rub them together like yeah, the ladies do to. at the Maya counter? That yeah. supposedly crushes the scent, but I do. What about you? We're talking about men here. How many sprays do you no, do? No, I just use deodorant because it gives me a headache, that aftershave stuff. It stinks. I do like, you know, when you have a shave and you give yourself a little squirt, men. I like the sting of it, yeah. but even one is too powerful. It knocks me around. Just this is keep this in mind. He's gone neck, neck, chin, top of head, back of head, back of neck, peck, peck, ear, ear, wrist, wrist. <laughs> Seriously, that is too much, isn't it? Harrison, take a long hard look at yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. You know, you're getting old when you start to discuss your medical issues with people. You know, mm. when a bunch of girls sit around and they, and you know, we used to talk about what boy we'd just taken home and now we're like, oh, I'm having this issue. I think I'm perimenopausal, so that you, kind of stuff. Okay. So as we get to know each other, mm. um, I will reveal to you that I have a an issue with oh. my esophagus. What, what's wrong with I it? I have, um, <laughs> it's, I can't even pronounce what it's called. It's esophagitis or something. It basically, the entry of my esophagus into my stomach is extremely narrow. So sometimes I have trouble um, swallowing my food, which is really uncomfortable. So you've got to chew a lot. You can't let big pieces no, get down there and break no. down. So as a result, I have to, um, every few months or so at the moment while they try and get under control, have yes. um, endoscopies. So how do they treat it then? They, so basically they, they go in and it? they expand it. How? Yeah. With like a balloon type I, I, well, thing? Well, I, I haven't really asked the gastroenterologist about how he does it. Aren't you worried about what's going on? Don't you want to know the process? Well, he's, he gave me some pictures. I should have brought them in. He showed <laughs> well, me how, 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 how the hole was before he stretched it and it was a very big hole afterwards. He got it to 15 millimetres. So okay. there's lots more space down there now. Excellent. Anyway, um, so I'm getting used to this procedure now, and there's quite mm. a lengthy process that the nurse goes through before every operation. How regularly checks. are you getting this esophageal um, stretching um, taking place? Uh, about every couple of months at the moment. But the right. point is to get it to a width where it'll last me a couple of years. Because it's not fun. I have to have a general. That's why my car's in the car park. I can't drive for 24 hours. Full anaesthetic. Full anaesthetic. Oh. I, I'm under. And I don't, I don't like going under. Don't. It's not... Fun. Don't you like the feeling of an anaesthetic? When they go, you're going to sleep now and everything yeah. closes in dark, I, I have a feeling at that moment that I may never wake up. It's horrible. Oh, really? You've yeah. got to get over that fear because I reckon the anaesthetic is the best feeling in what? the world. I would love to go to sleep every night with a general <laughs> anaesthetic. <laughs> that's no, that's Just to yeah, Because they go, count back, you go 10, 9. <laughs> no, I, I hate it. I, it scares me. I don't enjoy yeah. it. It gives so me anxiety. Do you have pain afterwards because of yeah, the stretching once everything wears yeah, off? Yeah, I do. So I have a pain in my chest at the moment. Ah, like an ache. Poor thing. Yeah, look, I mean. It's not, a, it's not too debilitating. Yes. Anyway, so I last year told the story about the nurse asked whether I had any um, implants in my body. They've got a checklist. And mm. then I made the hilarious joke that had these been implants, I would have been asking for a refund. Yes. Mm. Yes. I, I hadn't noticed, but go yeah, ahead. Anyway, yeah. so they, ha- they had a new set of questions for me yesterday that I hadn't had before. Well, I could give me a little understanding. Have I, yes. in the past 24 hours, yes. had a fall? Right. <laughs> Had a fall. Oh, you're now getting you're so old. old. You're I getting think I've old. Gone into the next box. Oh, yes. Oh. Where they have to ask me if I've had a fall. 
Really? I'm in that demographic. I'm in the full demographic. It's like, have you done yourself a mischief? Yeah. It's like, no, oh. if I fell over now, I wouldn't say I'd had a fall. I'd say I fell over. Maybe. You don't graduate to having a fall until you're in your 70s. You might go for a little two for one. They'll go for the uh, esophagus expansion and just repair the broken hip at the same time. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Checking the pulse on SA, it's... The Soda Stream. You're huffing and puffing over there, mate. You're not happy about something. I'm disappointed. Uh, First day back at school for many yesterday, and I know your kids have got a day or two before they get back into it. So it's uh, very exciting for many, but it's also a little dejecting. Uh, Little Otis is six, and I said to him, how'd you go your first day of school? And I picked him up yesterday, and he just did thumbs down. He said, two out of ten, Dad. Didn't like it. I went, okay, well, you'll be back again for probably the next <laughs> Is that year one? Years. You've got to like year one. Uh, year one, yep. yeah. Yeah, I said, no, you've got many years ahead of you, mate. Don't worry, you'll get over that. Um, a couple of uh, weeks ago, we spoke to a lady called Kira Prendergast. She's a cyber security expert. She warned us about the dangers of posting on social media, mm. right? She actually floored us and said, within about 60 seconds, she could scope out someone's social media account, if they are a little generous on it, and find out loads of sensitive information that mm. could be used potentially to perhaps groom kids or lure them. She right? has haunted me. I have not stopped thinking about that interview. A lot of people rang in and spoke to us, sent messages and said they are certainly now second-guessing what they do on social mm. media. This was Kira, just as a little reminder. You know, there's kids everywhere. All you need to do is type in hashtag first day of school and a bazillion five-year-olds come up. You know, it's like millions of them. And then if you go into the account further, you can see often school uniform. You can see all sorts of things. So there's loads of it out there. Right, South Australia, many of you failed yesterday because (laughs) I actually did what Kira said and went into Instagram with some help from (laughs) producers. What's a hashtag? And and Nick. But anyway, so what we did, we put in hashtag first day of school Mm. and searched it. More than four million posts came up of kids on their first day of school in school uniforms. I could read the names of the school and then we quickly went through yesterday and discovered that there were little pictures of dogs and so forth with names. Um, A mate of mine, I saw on one of his posts, he had his three kids and they had their school uniform on and that got me thinking. So when we looked, there were so many things we could discover. We could discover kids' routines, Mm -hmm. like I mentioned, the name of the dogs, where people live. They take pics out the front of their house. I could see the numbers on people's um, letterboxes. You could see things that identify their house. You could work out which sporting clubs the kids go to. This was all within seconds of flicking through social media by following hashtag first day of school and going into that way. I noticed a few of my friends yesterday put little um, emojis or whatever over the logo on the clothes. Good. But if you do know the school and the colours, you can still still pick it. Absolutely. There are people out there preying on this information. For God's sake, please, can you have a second thought? If you want to send the pics, send them to your family members. Mm. Can you keep them off your social media? Yeah. Um, And obviously over the next few days, as kids start to go back to school at other schools, please... Please think about this. Or put your account on private. It's bloody dangerous, I know. What do you need to publicly put your kids on show? Yeah. And you say what years they're going into, yeah. so then you've got the ages. Absolutely. Come on, guys, pull your heads in. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. This is Breaking News. Well, I love this game. I know you and do. And Soda's not really on board with it. No, oh, no. I don't get that vibe either. I love the concept. I think it's uh, very good. It's very yeah. creative because, you know, you're a newsreader. You know how to put that voice on. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time, I don't understand any of these songs. Mm-hmm. So That's come on, make it easy. We've got uh, Alexis from Oaklands Park. Good morning. 
Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, Alexis. You? Geez, you're up and about. Are you going to work now? Uh, not now. Um, in a little bit though. Okay. I'm having a coffee right now. Good on you for getting up so early. Um, and Alexis, you're taking on Alex from West Lakes. <laughs> Good morning, Alex. Good morning. Right. This is going to be very interesting for me. I'm trying to work out Alexis and yes. Alex. Um, Alex, any kids at school yesterday? Yes, two. Uh, Thank what, God. What ages? Eight and seven. Oh, right. So you have a nice relaxing day yesterday or you have to work after you got rid of them? Uh, I've actually just come off night shift both nights. So, oh, right. Um, yeah. oh. All right. We'll let you get back to bed. We'll Absolutely. get this uh, out of the way. Names are your buzzers and make sure you say names clearly because your yes. names are very yeah. similar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All Good right. luck. Here Good we go. Luck. This just in. I'm beautiful in my way because God makes no mistakes. Alex. I'm on the right. Yep. Was that Alex? Alex, yes. Yes. Okay, uh, Alex, what is it? It was Lady Gaga. Uh, is it, oh, what's it called? Is it beautiful or something along those lines? Oh, no. no, no, free shot, born Alexis. Born, yes. uh, born, born this way. Born this way. Lady Gaga. Yeah, well I have well to done. give it to Alexis. <laughs> yeah. oh. All right, that's one for Alexis. Good if you get this, you win. Alex, you need this to stay in the game. Good luck. This just in. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me Alexis. why. Alex, what do you reckon? No, no, it's Alexis. Alexis. Oh, it's Alexis. See, I can't tell. Alexis, yes? Backstreet Boys, I want it that way. There it is, it's a win. Oh, Alexis, you see, win. They got them. He's there sipping his coffee <laughs> like he's above it all. It's a cup of tea, mate. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. The G'day USA event was held uh, over the weekend. Uh, Miranda Kerr was uh, one of the winners. She was honoured for excellence in the arts, Mm. along with uh, Sacred Heart alumni, the Kid Leroy. Oh, yes, Charlton. Is that his real name? You know, a a friend of mine, um, the Kid Leroy, whose name is Charlton, was a friend of her son's, so he used to come around at the house when he so was just cool. a normal, everyday kid, right. and now he's some sort of world-class superstar. Yeah, he is, and Sam Worthington also honoured. Miranda right. Kerr making the headlines as much for her award. In fact, she does look absolutely stunning in her white strapless number on the arm of her Snapchat billionaire husband. Mm-hmm. So when you go to these fancy, ritzy dinners, uh, you get some pretty good food. Do you? So a three-course Do meal. I don't know what was How on the menu. Know? <laughs> yeah, when oh you go you to... Oh, I go to the opening dinners. of an envelope, don't you? <laughs> really? Goes to the opening of a head wound over here things, or Morse. What sort of things happen at these type <laughs> anyway, of events? What I do Rebecca? know is I've never been to an event where Penfold's bin 389, the baby Grange, mm. is on the table. In this photo from her story, you can see three bottles. They retail for about 600 bucks a bottle. Right. What, a Grange is around about a grand, isn't it? I don't know. So it's very steep. Yeah. Very nice wine, I imagine. So uh, Miranda, however, not choosing to drink our South Australian wine Mm. over there in the US. Mm. She is photographed holding a can of coconut water and eating a banana. (laughs) It's okay, isn't it? Okay. So there's a few things here. Obviously, she is stunning. She's a bit of a fitness guru. Mm. She looks after herself. But girl, you've got to have a cheat day. You can't BYO banana and coconut water to a fancy dinner. Let let treat yourself. Maybe her cheat day was the day before and no, she had some fast save food. Save your cheat day or have a cheat week or have a cheat right. mum. Mum. <laughs> when you go to these sort of events as you talked about before, yeah. do you like to let the hair down? Oh. That's your cheat night yeah. day? 
I don't have I don't have cheat days. I eat what I want when I want. I'm right. not into so you haven't denied that de- you go to these sort of events. I like to though. exercise, and then as right. a re- and then I like to eat what I want to eat. This is right. I'm not sure this is great role modeling. What have you drunk the wine? Yeah. I don't drink you? red, but I would have stuck it in my handbag. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Bit of a proud daughter moment, if you'll indulge me. Uh, go for it. What's happened? My mum, Anne Morse, Mrs. Yes. Morse, to mm-hmm. thousands of students out there, um, mm-hmm. a teacher at Mercedes College for more than 30 years, retired yesterday. Right. We, we spoke about this. So she came in for, and PE teacher, she PE just came teacher. in for the final lap just to get a little bit of high five work. Yeah. Waited till day one of the new year to retire, Anne. I'm not sure about the timing. Anyway, uh, it's funny. Whenever I go out with mum, she's always mobbed with former students because it would be hundreds over the years. Thousands. Thousands. um, Who say she was a very strict PE teacher. Good. Anyone who ever tried to get out of PE, who tried to spring an excuse, she would never accept Uh, it. (laughs) No, run around the oval. I don't care what's wrong with you. There was always one excuse with female students that made it very hard. Yep. as a male teacher, but I imagine as a female teacher, no. you could sit there and go, no, Nothing. no excuse, get no out excuses. and do it. We know the one. Um, Mum has taught some very high profile South Australians over the years, which I think is testament uh, to her teaching. Right. One of them, the Premier, Peter Malinowski. And I can't believe that you're retiring after all these years. Thanks for all your hard work. So many kids, including me, have been the beneficiaries of your commitment and dedication. So yeah. I hope retirement serves you well and thanks for everything. Now, politics aside, doesn't matter who you vote for, Peter Malinowskis, first thing yesterday morning, drove himself, no minders, to Mercedes College with a bunch of flowers to give to my mum on her last day. Good on him. And you know, the one thing about uh, Mally that we know, he loves his footy, he loves his sport, he still goes to the gym. So I think your mum could take credit. Take the credit for for that rig. (laughs) Absolutely. And developing wonderful lifelong habits. Uh, Another one of her favourites, Hollywood Mm. actress Teresa Palmer, who took the time out. She taught Teresa Palmer, sitting in the makeup chair of her latest movie uh, sent a quite a long message to mum, to be honest, and this is just a snippet of it. Thank you so much for the impact that you have had on my life and on countless others. Um, you're such an iconic part of that school. And I think whenever we think back on our time at Mercedes, you're one of the teachers whose names always uh, come up. Brilliant. Yeah, good job. So proud. Um, Anne Morse is on the line. Congratulations, yeah. Mum, on an incredible career. I'm very proud of you. Thank you very much. That was quite overwhelming. Um, and that's brilliant. I love the fact that uh, you've just been teaching a whole range of kids. There'd be thousands and thousands across the years, wouldn't there? There would be a lot, yes. Yeah, it goes back about 32 years ago. I started in 1991. Wow. Um, yeah. So um, what are we, 33 years in? 30, yeah, 30, about 32, I think. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. And how was your day yesterday? How did you feel when you heard those messages from the Premier and from Teresa? Oh, very emotional. I had a bit of a cry, um, brought back some amazing memories. Um, I've had a fantastic innings at Mercedes. It's a, it's a fantastic college and I taught there for a long time and then the last t- uh, 12 or 13 years I've actually been running the Old Scholars Association. Yeah, we so. don't need your resume, Mum. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay. okay, sorry. And you don't need to apologise. It's your day today. 
mate. Um, and can I ask, when you opened up the paper last year and we saw Peter Malinowskis at the Aquatic Centre with his shirt off, can you take credit? Is that a proud PE teacher moment? Because you created that body, Anne. Oh, no, I didn't. I can't take any credit. But he was a, he was a wonderful student, though. He was a school captain. Um, of course he, he was. was. Of course he was, yeah. Um, but no, I can't take a lot of that credit, I don't think. But he didn't look too bad, did he? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, the apple hasn't fallen far from the tree here. I wonder what Greg has to say about that. Thirsty horse. <laughs> Wow, uh, and I think it's absolutely bloody brilliant yeah, well because done. teachers are the golden people of society influencing the future, and you've influenced thousands and thousands. So congratulations on a sensational innings. Oh, and I, and for me, Mum, just to see you as a successful um, working parent, um, you've always been an inspiration to me and um, our sister, my sister. <laughs> our sister. <laughs> Christy, uh. when it goes into emotion, I just can't cope. Um, yeah. yeah, and also a wonderful grandmother, and I expect you to do lots more uh, to help me now. <laughs> yes, I was wondering about that when I would get the agenda of what's required now. <laughs> yes, there's a school pickup happening yeah. this afternoon, yeah. Anne, no doubt. Pickups. Thanks, <laughs> Mum. Congratulations, Anne. Well done. Thank you, Thank you, Soda. Thanks, Beck. Thanks, Mum. So, 32 years we worked out mm. then. Is that right? Yeah, I wasn't very good at maths. Um, that is a long time at the one school in one job. I know. Hasn't crazy. the world changed yeah. now? Imagine in 32 years over a work career, someone will probably have 12 different jobs. I reckon you and I will be here in 32 <laughs> <laughs> Who can beat Ann Morse? Right. <laughs> Who has been in a job longer than 32 years? Right, Nat from Modbury, can you top that? Uh, yes, I can. I'm in my 36th year at the moment. Wow. Oh, where are you working? Um, it must be an education thing. <laughs> I work for the Department of Education. Brilliant. Good on you, Nat. And what's changed in those years over 36 years? Oh, the computers to start with. (laughs) Are you okay with them? Are you friendly with them? Um, Yes, I actually train the 512 government schools in how to use the computer system. Oh, you go, Nat. Haven't you moved with the times magnificently? Congratulations. Right, Nat's on 36. Can we top that? That's pretty good. Steve from Gawler, it was your dad. What, What was his tenure? Yes, good day, Beck and Soda. Hello, My mate. dad worked for uh, Holden's in Elizabeth for 38 years. Oh, oh mate, how cool is that? Steve, I've yeah. got to ask over the years, was dad always loyal? Did he always drive a Holden? He did, actually, yes. Um, when he started there, Soda, he started in the late seven or the early 70s. Yep. And the first job he ever had was on the production line, bolting the front seats into HQ Holdens. I love that. Wow. Please yeah. don't tell me his job ended when they closed the plant. No, he actually retired about 10 years before okay. they, they closed the right. Steve, before he left, did he get to buy a nice little Holden to take with him? Got a discount? He, cer- he certainly did, mate. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> he uh, he bought a statesman. Oh, Ooh, hello. Bloody duh. <laughs> hey, who needs a gold watch when you've got a statesman? <laughs> yeah, no. How good's that, Steve? So 38, okay, right. Well, can we beat we that? Uh, Wendy from Golden Grove. Wendy, can you top it? Yes, I was a primary school teacher for 40 years. <gasps> Congratulations, Wendy. That is brilliant. Um, how did you go through those 40 years? The world changed dramatically? Oh, definitely. I remember when I first started teaching, uh, we had a staff meeting if there was something to discuss. Otherwise, we just didn't bother. And then when I finished, it was like a staff meeting nearly every night or some sort of meeting or whatever. <laughs> oh, Wendy. Uh, Wendy, what's your what's your surname? Would you some students out there remember you? Uh, well, I've been retired for about five, six years. I'm now a um, 
nomenclature. Oh. I'm still working with kids, so I get the best of it without all the headaches and oh. reports. And, Good right. on you, Wendy. And I'd imagine there's not too many meetings at the swim centre, is there, you have to go to? No, we might get one a year if we're lucky, mm. and if you show up, you show up, and if you don't, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Michelle, right, what have we got? 46, yeah. can you top that? Yeah, my dad was in the same job for 51 years. Come on. What was he doing? He worked for the Department of Marine and Harbours. Uh, he was the construction foreman, so he looked after all the jetties, wharfs, all throughout South Australia. Oh, these are amazing stories. Thank you, Michelle. You must be very proud. Let's go to Jody in Largs North. Can you beat 51 years in the same job? Well, I can't beat 51 years, but my dad can. 53 years for Saypol. Oh, wow. That is brilliant. Retired, retired it, when he was 70. He's a copper. He he was he was a he's a retired superintendent, yes. My lord, 53 yep. years. 53 years, yeah. Oh, Judge, yep. imagine the stuff that he has seen and the crooks that he's put away over that time. Oh, I, I'm just glad that we're safe. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that is a yeah. very, very good point. Right yeah, so... Good on you. So that's 53 years. 13, 10, 60. Come on. Can we beat 53? We're almost another whole generation on top of 32 years. Uh, What do we got at the moment? 53 years is the record we have. Kylie from Ascot Park. Kylie, can you top the 53? Yeah, I can. My grandfather did 54, just shy of 55 years at Etza. Oh, my Lord. I hope you got a gold watch or something. (laughs) Oh, it wasn't a watch. It was a badge, but, you know, it was gold. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> he got a badge. Yeah, he got a badge, you know, a little badge. Oh, I love that. Wow, 54 years and you get a badge. Was he a real proud company man? Did he love talking about power poles? And... <laughs> well, not so much power poles, but he was quite proud of his achievement. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Kylie, isn't that amazing when you look at it now and you can look at your pop like that and go that they spent 54 years going to the same job? Yeah, I don't know how people did it, hey. <laughs> yeah, how long have you been in your job, Kylie? Uh, uh, this one, 11 and a half years. Yeah, that's not bad. That's but tell you what, Kylie, we can't beat that. You win today. You hey! win. Yay! 54 Yay! years. Well done, Pop. Kylie, can I Yay! ask, um, what was uh, Granddad's name? Uh, Don. Don Do- Parker. Don. Don. Well, yeah. on behalf of uh, you winning there for Don, we're going to give you two tickets to go and see Sam Smith. Thank you, one, for ringing and telling us a wonderful story about your granddad, Don Parker. Um, And, well, we've got to thank Don for staying at work for nearly 55 years. Because now it means you can go to the concert. Yay! Thank you. Oh, Oh, that's amazing. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Such a worthy winner, Kylie. You enjoy that concert. Thank you. Thank you. SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.